teach archaeopteryx. Okay. <laughs> That's always a funny one in the uh, the YouTube Slack is whenever I do send out invites, they're like, what am I going to be? Because it's like some sort of insulting thing sometimes to for some people. It is, mild, it is mildly insulting, yeah. One was like old crony something or other. So there's another version of me, application window. I don't, this might break the internet. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> like the chances of this staying up the whole time. We got. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I am recording and I'm getting like 32 FPS. So if I don't touch anything, it might be okay. Maybe. Were there really desks though? I feel like. There were, <laughs> we would um <laughs> we wouldn't have the ye olde desks that you could like lift up and stuff. They would be they'd be more like a table. Like nothing underneath, just a weird like yeah. kitchen cabinet style uh thing. And then on the side, maybe there would be a spot where you could like throw your backpack, but it was just a a small standing table wasn't really a desk. What is a desk yeah. these days anyway? What is a desk? What, I don't what, have any. A desk needs drawers, I think. Is that a is that the definition of a desk mm, is instead of a drawers? table? Right. Probably. Table or not. Ta- yes. <laughs> Which how would yeah. how would the table wear the jeans? <laughs> oh man. Are you the table in this family? Or I'm, I might be. I, um, let me. There is certain like, um, sports caster, you know, radio announcer, radio people, especially I find, um, maybe this is why that saying is such a cliche, but of face for radio is I find radio DJ guys, especially rarely live up to their voice. And, and so it's always disappointing. Someone who you just have heard who is also on TV or some sort of has like a, vis- a visual pre- presence somewhere. Then when you see them, uh, it's not as disappointing. And so, I don't know. I, I, it's a 50-50 shot, I guess, for podcasters as to whether the visual lines up with the audio. And probably the better the voice, the less likely it's going <laughs> to line up. So, Well, in, I, the, the nutty part with podcasting now, though, is that if you don't have a recognizable voice, like if you don't sound like you should be on the radio, like it doesn't sound like you talk like this all the time. <laughs> you tend to be considered, I don't know, like you should be doing podcasting or it's such a unique voice and you talk, right. you talk so slowly and maybe and you say like and you say um and you talk like a like a human being you sound like my friend so i i like you more than i would like uh uh oh i see what you're saying like yeah, professional dog, DJ like dude. dog face and 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 crab walker in the morning like i don't <laughs> i don't like Are those you guys crab walker? I, crab walker? I think i'm dog face maybe i guess it goes with your handle like, yeah just sort of like really sad eyes and floppy ears that's where I feel like the disconnect for morning show might be is for folks who are like expecting the morning show with dog face and crab, <laughs> and, crab and crab walker. Yeah. Did you ever, did you ever play that in PE? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Crab. Like yeah. Uh, what's it called? Crab soccer. Crab walk or right. That was, that was or, or crab, like, crab football for you up there in the, in the North. But Hey, did right. you, 
Do you notice I got to remind you where I am? This is where I am. I saw your pinboard or what? what is that? Beer can? It's a uh, beer cap. Yeah, beer cap. Beer cap. Beer, caps, beer cap ca- map. Cans. Beer cap map. Those would be really small, little little tiny beer cans. Yeah, uh, they're trying to make sure you don't have that many calories. Uh, it's the Miller <laughs> Miller Three. M- MGD Three. Light light. Light 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 light. Yeah. Bum bum ba da. Uh, so here, all right. So you can make. We're gonna do this together. You can make money uh, in in Google on Google. I do feel a little blasphemous, bla- blasphemous, on putting my Android screen on an iOS device here, but that's just what you get. Uh, so, all right. <laughs> oh, so I don't have any surveys available. I'm actually taking the survey on my my oh. iPad thingy right now. So this is. I'll just say. Oh, I, see. I went. I went to Kmart. That's not the right answer. That's not what they wanted, but I got 10 cents. So that's fine. Google. So how much can you make per day on, on Google opinion surveys? Rewards? Uh, I get, I get a question every two or three days. It's not bad. Um, I I'll make 50 cents or 40 cents on some questions. If I can pinpoint the company that, let me get this out of my face. If I can pinpoint the company that wanted my opinion on stuff like Starbucks is typically one, um, car dealerships usually want my opinion for some reason. So they want, they pay more if you answer like the answer that would point you towards Starbucks yeah. as opposed to generic coffee company yeah. that, that they'll pay you more than. Yes. Hmm. So, so I don't play, I don't play it as like, this is what I actually did. I play it as what is the right answer? What's the, what's the answer right. that's going to get me the most money. And you have to think that they, uh, are aware that maybe, well, I don't know. I guess people fill those out honestly and just are like, oh, I only got 10 cents this time. I guess next time I'll try better. I'm well, the problem is if they're looking for actual data on like who went there, this is not the way to get it because what I will do is I'll answer the way that I think I should be answering. And then I'll say, I may not have gone there at all. And it'll say, oh, did you make a payment? And I'll say, mm, yes, with my credit card. You can look at your data and your tracking history and they see don't, what you did. See, the thing is, they don't ask for a receipt. They don't They don't ask for any any identifying right. information of an actual visit there. Uh, they just give me a few cents. I could probably walk the streets and find more loose change on the ground, a, a bunch of loonies and toonies <laughs> than I would be able to. How many toonies do you I find? don't, California. you know what? Not very. <laughs> the thing is, it's just raining Canadian money down here and we don't know what to do with it. I can ship it to you. <laughs> yeah. That's actually when all the YouTube folks were up in Vancouver, which is like a two hour or whatever drive from Seattle. I don't know what it is exactly, but as they were leaving after the show, after the concert, they're all like, oh, well, here, you might as well take this money. I can't. As if it was like and one one friend handed me like a $10 bill as if this is like, what is this? Anyway? Right. <laughs> this play money. The, the, uh, you, you guys play Monopoly up here, right? Here you go. You, you yeah. take this. I don't need it. We actually had a comment in our stuffy Slack with a an image you posted from our call on Tuesday for episode seven of this podcast uh where someone i can't remember the my slacks closed but basically it was a guesstimation of what the actual topic would be for the episode and it mm. was 100 percent correct 
Right. I've got it. So I posted the, a screenshot of you holding up mushroom coffee. Yep. Your coffee ground of choice for what was that for? Um, cold brew? No. Uh, just hot coffee. Yeah. Like coffee. quick, quick hot coffee. I don't have time to, to grind my beans and, and throw right. the water juice over it. <laughs> See, that's a sentence that should not be funny. No. It should just be fine. It should be totally fine to say that. I didn't have time to grind my beans and pour the water juice over it. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with saying that sentence anywhere. That You can say that no matter who who's in the room. And yet I giggle. I don't know why. Because, because I'm, we're I'm five years amateur. old. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's why we're a podcaster. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, Tasula had said. There we go. Um, Thank her you. Her guess was, based off that sc- uh, screenshot, was... Um, it does make us comp- contemplate what the possible topics of the show could be. How high do you need to be to play certain video games? Close. A comparison of the best types of coffee to drink while podcasting. Very close as well. Or what the best method of brewing might be. That's pretty much dead on. And then a deep dive review of the mysterious AeroPress, which we didn't go. I don't think we did a deep dive, but certainly discussed it. Um, if you're not a, a, at all a coffee drinker, it would have been considered a fairly deep dive, I guess. Yes. <laughs> yes. Half an hour to 45 minutes of audio slash video uh i guess we didn't record video but uh no but we coffee discussion yeah i think we were i would say we were waist deep in coffee at that point we didn't we didn't dive straight into it but we were right we were we were wading in and and the water felt just fine yeah it's a cold lake you don't put your head under because that gets really cold Mm -hmm. the wind we just did the the bottom half yeah right that's which is pretty much the worst part right right that's you don't want to go uh, the at that point your actual physical the brain casing is not the part you're worrying about but no. cold lake hey you're headed up to a, a lake or down to a lake which way do you head for lakes uh well either but this in this case up okay not all lakes are north but most are some are this one has this one has uh defrosted enough for you to be able to wade in <laughs> exactly yeah i've seen pictures of people on the water there is actual water it's not just ice right now that's good um unless the white walkers have come down far enough i guess is that what you call polar bears mm. <laughs> i thought i had some <laughs> <I didn't. laughs> yeah anyway anyway uh, i'm not neck deep in coffee so no that's why I'm not, no not too too quick uh, i do um, i do though speaking i guess here's some follow-up i've got my cold brew that I was showing you last time. Yours is actually a clear brew. Mine is a a completely opaque. What is Kenny? Kenny calls this vodka. What? Yes, yes. With his with That's his we, thick we Russian water, accent. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's pretty Which good. Cold brew? It's all right. Uh, I am. I'm repping repping the the food beast ooze fest that we have here in Orange County. Mm. Uh, there we go. Ooh, so let me put this nice. to you in terms of uh, coffee follow-up that wasn't asked, but uh, maybe I'll ask it mm-hmm. on behalf of the curious listeners out there. Let's say you're headed away for a week and two scenarios. First week, you're in a place where there is a kitchen, uh, but it's rustic. You can boil water from a, there's electricity, all that kind of stuff, but you just have to decide how much stuff you're bringing along, right? For in terms of space. Is that like second scenario? What would, what would be a rustic kitchen? First of all, is that like a, like a, Hansel and Gretel situation where there's only a pot with a bunch of kindling underneath, like a like right, a huge, and you're in the pot. Yeah, and I'm in the pot. Okay, all right. So, Rustic. what kind of coffee do you want there? Yeah, okay. And then, second scenario is you're camping, and you don't have. You may have electricity, but you know it's basically you're, you've got the woods wood uh, 
wood wood propane stove. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah, yeah. A fire. So scenario A, what do you bring? Scenario B, what do you bring? Uh at this and at this point plus three dexterity. Prop, and yeah. Plus uh, let me let me roll for coffee uh here and find out what I would uh, be able to do. I'm gonna basically just say in both scenarios, whether I'm in uh the witch's uh brew or I am with a butane stove in the middle of nowhere, I'm going to bring sudden coffee and pour the whatever water of choice temperature over over said uh, dehydrated coffee. That seems to result in the in the best the best brew possible in both of those scenarios, mainly because mm. one, not a lot of work, and we can just go do whatever. But two, it dissolves in cold water. And so if I wanted to, I could just kind of stand in the lake, uh, you know, knee deep and, and pour it in and just take a quick, a quick sip on the, on the top layer and try not to get too much sediment. Just skim, yeah, just skim, skim off the, the top. top. Maybe. So you want the right, the coffee sediment, but not the algae sediment. Uh, I guess. Precisely. Yeah. Right. Just real, real, real dirty. That lake water. I'm going to have to, <laughs> now I'm, I'm, if you want to follow along, Instagram.com slash iChrisV2. Because I killed my account one time, and then I can't get it back, so I had to go version two. Uh, Icris V2, um, and you may see a story. I won't do a, po- a picture, because that would stay forever, but we'll see. I might do a story of me testing Kyle's lake water coffee idea. I think that's a bad idea. I'm just, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you're getting there, but... Um, I you, will if, sue you if anything bad happens to okay. me. Okay. It's on a podcast, so good, good, good. legit. I'm just thinking about those those brain worms, the... Uh, the like lake water, still water, uh, fresh water, brain worms that, uh, that you can get. And I, you might have those in, in California in, because of the ice freezing or the water, I, because the ice freezes, the water freezes and turns into ice is actually how it works. According to science, the, um, things don't like that generally don't stick around. So I know it, when I've been to Mexico, people have said, don't go swimming in that water. Cause you're going to get, some sort of butt worm or whatever. Yep. Why did I say that? Um, uh, cause, cause yeah. you can, that's the thing. That's the thing. You don't show. know. Words come out of my mouth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, up in, in Canada, at least Northern Canada, for sure. The freezing, I, 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 I hope and pray that it kills all those kinds of things. Cause we don't have reports of people getting earworms into their brain, brain, mm-hmm. worms. brain worms. Yeah. So, brain yeah. worms. Or butt worms, which was yeah. a, which we were considering both of those for the title of this show, but I'm really Home glad, <laughs> really glad we went with what we did uh, because <laughs> the al- the alternative was not was not great. I'll get to find out when I get back because I won't even see it. You'll just you get full editorial control on this episode, so whatever happens happens, and I feel sorry for you because there's so much going on in this episode. <laughs> it'll be good. It'll be just it'll be just great. I'm a good scapegoat, pretty much. Just in general, if you need me, I'll I'll be your goat. <laughs> All right, I, I I like a goat. I will pretty much eat anything as well. So, is that? Did you happen to notice I was taking a bite of my breakfast? Ah, it is. Uh, what what's on the menu? Can we can we get a show me show me your lunch time? Uh, not mm. from your mouth though. Chew chew that. Finish that. Swallow that. Yeah, exactly. If we say swallow it to our kids, yeah. they'll literally like whatever state of chewing it's in. No. Like, oh. Yeah. Oh. 
That's real bad. That's awful. So on the menu. Uh, <laughs> so what we've got going on here is uh, there's some eggs. This is all a lot of leftovers. Leftover or well, fresh scrambled eggs okay. mixed with. Uh, do you know what farmer sausage is? Uh, is like is it is it like Farmer John? Is it John's sausage? Do you have John in your actual breakfast leftovers? Hmm. I don't know how to answer that. Um, it's kind of like uh, smoky, I guess. Okay. But we call it farmer sausage. I'm not sure where that came from. I don't know if it's like a Mennonite thing. That's my background heritage or whatever. Um, traditionally done with like on a bun with ketchup, mustard, you know, those kinds of things. Um, yeah. Anyways, but we'll save that for another episode. Farmer sausage. Farmer sausage for another episode. That's fine with me. I I have lots of. I mean, if we want to literally talk about how the sausage is made, I um I'm up for that because I do. I do. I, I don't want to know. I, I know. know. I, I mm. hate sausages. I, I hate the idea of sausages being made. It, it disgusts me. Yeah. I understandably. I understand. Um. We. So that side of the plate is. Uh, I'll just. I'll just finish my tour here of my plates. Okay. Uh, that side is. Take uh, me around. Potatoes, uh, leftover hash browns mixed in, and then there's a little bit of a. A leafy item here. Some call a salad. Ah. Um, mm-hmm. As my dad and grandpa say, why would I eat salad? I'm not a rabbit, but I choose to eat salad. <laughs> um, it's a balanced meal. Not, not exactly. So a variety. That's what I tell our kids. Anyways, yeah. you just got to have a variety. So good. 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 I, that looks like a nice, yeah. Nice balanced meal. Um, I, I love a good hash. I love a good, uh, scramble. I tend to not make salad because lettuce gets real sloppy in the fridge. If you leave it too long or you forget that you have it. Yeah. It's a tough one for like, I remember that stage of like two people living together and remembering to make enough salad for, or yeah, using enough lettuce to make for two people. It doesn't last. So either you buy like the pre-made packs which is overpriced and kind of like stale to begin with or you're buying fresh lettuce that's going to go bad and then either way you're throwing out stuff i guess yeah show me your garbage pretty pretty much um the the visual why the watchers the the viewers of this program right now may be noticing that uh chris's mouth is not lining up with his audio but i will hopefully find a way to fix that in post and or wait for it to uh, catch up here. Uh, I'll just restart. We'll see what happens. Speaking of ketchup, would would you have put ketchup on that? I would have actually. Mm. Um, you look great, by the way. That's it. it looks you. good. It's um the ketchup. The, no, I would. I would definitely put ketchup on. Not. Um, I'm on Team Kenny. Is that? Uh, I forget which way. Which one of you swings which way with ketchup? <laughs> We're both we're both in the same show. team. Yeah, it's the oh you are okay. It's the it's breakfast tomato thing that that we are definitely a fan of because it's on it's pizza it's cold pizza it is breakfast ketchup it is eggs with ketchup it's that tomato flavor that umami that in the morning I don't know why it's so good maybe it's a like pre slash post brush your teeth issue where. If you have not gotten ready for the day, that ketchup and tomato flavor is just so good. And I don't know. There's a physiological uh, science-based reason for that. Do you have to be, are you saying you have to be 
not dressed for the day before, like if you got dressed and then had ketchup on your eggs, it would somehow be like, mm, not, yeah, yeah, not right, not good, not good. It's right. it's probably going much deeper than than most uh, breakfast ketchup aficionados would like me to, but that's that just that's is roll. that's the deal. That's that's how that's I how roll. Ketchup yeah. squeezes. That's how the that's how the bottle turns. Uh, the f- <laughs> The funny thing is, I don't. Uh, I'm just going to put this in our list of topics so that we make sure we catch up on breakfast. Oh boy. Um. The uh, funny thing is, I don't like tomatoes. Or I don't know if that's funny. Maybe some people find that sad. Um, and if so, tweet at me, at Chris, <laughs> on Twitter. If you find it sad that I don't like tomatoes, um, I don't care because with our kids, it's kind of we've been saying you're not allowed to not like food. You have to keep trying food, and then they'll now they know. But dad doesn't like ketchup or doesn't like ketchup, doesn't like tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So why does he get to not have tomatoes? And I actually do eat them when they're in stuff already. I don't complain, especially if we're out somewhere. I don't make a big scene, throw my plates, et cetera, as you could, one could. Rightfully so. If you had tomatoes on your plate, you could flip the plate. Um, it's a law in Canada. The I, So I eat it in, in the spirit of uh, showing my kids how to be a good example of a good eater. Wow. A polite eater. Um Brave, bruschetta brave, pizza. Even. brave. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I forget what the, uh, I forget what the dictionary definition of brave is, but somewhere in there is probably eating tomatoes in public. So we actually had a dare actually that, uh, my son dared me one time, like truth or dare. He was, he discovered that at school, um, and dared me to eat a tomato, like a mini little ripe tomato. Cherry, so to- like a cherry tomato. Cherry tomato. Yeah. yeah. I try not to learn the word or the names of things that I don't like. So, so I ate it, but it was like, it's just all kinds of gross. I don't, yeah. It's just texture and taste and there's nothing redeeming about a tomato to me, unless it's been smushed into something else like ketchup. So full circle. Do you think, do you think that it, it potentially could be a, uh, a regional thing where here in California, what we're doing, we're sucking up all, I hate the, all tomatoes and you I hate, hate every, the juiciest, yeah. the, the sweetest, the, okay. No, don't even, yeah, just. Save your breath. Okay. <gasps> Done. That's that's unfortunate. I uh, I was on team hate tomatoes for a long time as well, and probably only came around when I started to force myself to put them on sandwiches, and then it grew into putting them on salads. And I would probably it's a slippery only, slope. I know. I will only eat a. A grape slash cherry tomato if it's been bisected i will not have it if it's a whole tomato because wrapping wrapping your your grubby lips around a like whole spherical object that then gushes with with this awful like astringent sweet tomato flavor but misses the whole like vinegary and and sweet characteristic of a ketchup is sounds like a nightmare for me. I was just curious how long you could draw out that the, the description, description of, of cherry tom- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You just made me actually start wondering if there was tomatoes in this salad because that's <laughs> something that my family might try and sneak in past me. But I thought there was one, but it was actually just a piece of farmer sausage. Ah, sausage tomato. You know, sausage tomato. Yeah, we have yellow that's tomatoes here. Off. I don't know if I don't know if the red is a an issue. Uh, green, no, green, I, and yellows I, are also red. Looks good on me. I don't. I'm not. I'm not worried about red. <laughs> it's it's the tomato. 
So uh, you cannot convince me. This is not this is not an argument that you're going to win. Okay. This is. I guess we're high contrasting on tomatoes. Look at that. Finally, we Look found something. Look at that. Wow. <laughs> Well, with with that, let's let's get into let's get into our home screens. Yeah, that's a good segue. That's that's a really good idea. Um, what should we do? So what's, Just, what's a home screen? First of all, what do you mean by home? Screen? Ah, so in in this in this episode of High Contrast on GoodStuff.fm, uh, we're we're going to talk about what our main first page screens of our mobile devices our modern mobile devices looks like and how we use it maybe we can convince one another to change it up or get rid of some things uh because i know for a fact i change mine on the weekly um not because i have new needs or or there are are large changes in my life but mainly because I realized that I'm not using certain icons and, and I have a lot of icons that are on there just because I think I might want to use them eventually one day and I don't. So um, I will be displaying my Android home screen since I am an Android user and Chris will be showing me his iOS device. In brief, can you just without, um, cause you were an iPhone user at one point. Yeah. And then switch to Android. Yeah. We'll save that for a, that's a future topic as well is the Android, iOS, whatever, not, not debate, but you know, um, it's, it's a, I know it's a frequent point of, um, contention between you and your brother on a morning show. So you're, you're waving yeah. around your Nexus. I am the Nexus six P the big, big is boy. It a hardware choice or software choice, or just a, I don't care about my life anymore choice. Ah, uh, <laughs> It's it's a masochistic sort of like yeah I hate I I just hate myself and and so I'm going to use Android. Um it's it is a use case thing. I I think it's a I like the way the the certain way that Google um formats their applications. I really like material design and I like the color of the screen. These o these AMOLED slash OLED screens are freaking beautiful the colors i mean you'll just in our our little um display of the two of our screens here in just a second you'll see the the contrast the the literal contrast between the two of our 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 screens so uh without further ado let's just let's get right into it um oh hey you still see wait that's clash royale Let's find a way to um, not have Clash Royale on here. Let's let me fix that. You, have you been playing Clash Royale this whole time? I have been. I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, that's your home screen. That's my home screen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Woof! This is bad. This is real bad. Um. So where do where do we start? I mean, I guess right. we talked There's about like six thousand icons. Uh, I don't know where you'd start. Okay, sorry. I'll I'll hold my. Hold geez, my Louise. Okay. All right. Uh, let me let me just start from from what bottom bottom to top. I guess. Um, one of the one of the main things I do like about Android home screens is that I can put stuff wherever I want, uh, and it'll just it'll just stay. And so, if I wanted to, does it stay gridded? Gridded? It does. Is that a word? Yeah. Um, I. What the heck is that? Sorry, I'll hold my applause. Okay. Uh, oh, oh my thanks. 
So you can you can move things around um, and have gaps, which is one of those things that on iOS I hated and yeah. and would never. Yeah, I just I hated it, it a lot. And now now it you treats see, you like a child. You have to like it kind of does. It's like, oh, everything starts in. in the top left hand corner. Um, I don't know whether or not iOS on a like right to left language. Uh, look at that. That's so weird. What? See, now I, <laughs> this way I can still have myself in instead of my now. What is <laughs> this is so crazy. For the audio folks, we're both marveling at the fact that we're streaming video of ourselves over top of video of ourselves. That's how um excited we get at weird technology things. Except that it's mirrored. Right. Okay. All right. So we could actually like this is um so this is what I'm seeing <laughs> on my side. <laughs> <laughs> blow our minds yeah 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 that's causing my uh computer to start me too start me too so, okay all right i'll stop that okay sorry let's quit that um so home screen show me your desktop coming yeah. back up uh one of the things you did realize is that i put them into a completely different order now which is totally fine um and that that doesn't freak you out not at all no okay um i don't have muscle memory uh too too deeply rooted in in my psyche on my home screen i am typically looking for a particular thing um and i'll just find the icon and, and tap it so the stuff will shuffle around my home screen pretty frequently but uh i'll start bottom right i guess uh it's slack messages hangouts and google chrome those are probably my most frequently used applications um what's the six dots one is that the six dots will pull up my menu, so you can oh, see gotcha. you can see all the uh, all the applications in there, and then I can hit the hit the home screen and, and get back there. Right. Um, I'm using the whatever Google Now launcher. It's the one that comes with Nexus devices, uh, so there's no fancy bits really on this. It's just it works the way that ios works almost um with the exception that i can long press icons and get these quick actions and then add said quick actions to my home screen and you'll see above that's what i've pretty much done for everything so one of the examples uh could be slack where you long press on it and then you grab you grab the good stuff and you put it up uh -huh. there and if i tapped on that i could get straight into the good stuff slack Right. So it's kind of like a um it's a 3D touch style interaction that allows me to get to these different quick actions. Right. Um so Which is handy. And that's what like on the iOS thing uh, once iOS 6 uh, or iPhone 6S and higher have that 3D touch thing, but it it's always amazed me that they didn't just uh, enable it everywhere cuz it doesn't have to be 3D touch. It can just be like press and hold right no ta no cap capacitive uh sensation needed just press and hold longer but not so long that you're like moving icons around but anyways that's a little pet peeve of mine so sorry continue so most of those are like shortcuts basically on your home screen it, yeah exactly so uh bottom right to doist uh the ability to add a task and then see my next seven days is right above that those are both quick actions that if i if you long press on the normal to doist um app 
you can get those actions. One thing I guess I should say with Android is that you don't have to have an app icon on your home screen to have the app installed. It's unlike iOS in that way where if you wanted to, I could remove every single icon from this screen and still have them all installed. Right. Um, that just for some reason works better with my brain. It's, it is more computer like and less trying to be this other device. Cause they would still show up in search. Presumably if you search for an app, just cause it's not on your dock or whatever, somewhere right. still there, just like on a computer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like a computer. Uh, and then going left feel lucky. And the one above it, my library, are Google Play Music uh, quick actions. So feel lucky you'll just take everything that I've listened to and shuffle it. It's good for, I don't know, not thinking about what I want to listen to, just sort of starting music randomly. Um, nutrition is the one next to that. So logging my meals and calories and, and things like that. That'll go straight to the my Fitness Pal application. Mm. Uh, Digest is the Google Play newsstand application that'll take you to a, um, like, I guess, digest of all the things that I like, technology, uh, science, etc. That'll, that'll pull up, uh, that, let's see, uh, offline is a pocket casts quick action to go to just the podcasts that are saved offline. Uh, skip those other two scan. We're, we're now in the middle scan is I take the train, uh, most days to work and I will, uh, write off the train ticket as in a business expense. And so scanning the, uh, receipt that comes from buying my train ticket is something I do pretty much daily. So having, having that quick action on there is super useful. Uh, and then Let's see. Go on left. And it saves it to Google Drive. Yeah, it saves it straight to Google Drive whenever I have Wi-Fi, uh, which is really helpful. Nice. Uh, lists pulls up a list of TV shows I'm currently watching. So you can tap on that and it takes you to uh, an app called Series Guide. Uh, and I can set stuff as watched through here. We'll have to maybe, uh, I don't know, link, put app links maybe um, to... yeah. The, it's probably not worth every single thing we mentioned, but maybe some of the main ones will be in the show notes, which you can find at goodstuff.fm slash high contrast slash eight. eight. Yes. So, so far, all of these are ones that I will pretty much use daily, uh, more or less. And then subscription to the left of that icon is uh, YouTube subscriptions. So that'll take me straight to the YouTube page, YouTube tab for subscriptions rather than taking me to the home thing. And then I have to tap on the tab bar. Um, pretty helpful uh and then going back the third row now far right start activity is a quick action for google fit which is one of those things that is more of a daily reminder than an actual button i press on my home screen of like hey uh <laughs> that little guy that little aim looking icon that's running uh, you should you should do that. You should be that guy. You should move around and and maybe get get your blood pumping. So that's when you get up from your chair and go lay on your couch. Pretty much, go grab a, a bag of potato chips, ketchup flavored potato chips. Um, it's ketchup. Yeah, that's a thing. Those in Cal- California? No, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh. Uh-uh. 
I didn't think so. Yeah. But I always I often get requests from American friends to send ketchup chips down to. Yeah, where's 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 my monthly ketchup uh, chip subscription service <laughs> yeah. put together by Chris? Uber, but for ketchup chips. Yeah, please. It doesn't have to be driven down here. Just any any sort of packaging would be just fine. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's one of those th- icons that I don't typically tap on much. If I am going to, it's it's easier. to to start like a bike ride or tracking a, a bike ride or a walk to the store or something like that from that icon. Um, and then I'm, I would select the, the type of activity that I'm doing. Um, and then moving left from there, movies on Plex, a new event in Google calendar. So just a, a quick way if someone's like, Hey, or you, you contact me and you're like, Hey, let's, let's put something on the calendar for next week on Tuesday. I can pull that up real quick and add a new event. I guess a lot of these could be things that I could use a a virtual assistant for, uh, but choose not to. It's it, it is more muscle memory to go to my phone, unlock it, and search for a button than it is to ask Google or Siri or someone to to do that for me. Um, I'm trying to get back into Anchor, so the icon to the left of that is my quote unquote favorites on Anchor. It'll play, I guess, in sequence, just the most recent stuff that folks have put out on Anchor. Anchor's a thing we didn't actually discuss in the podcast app. Discussion, no, no. Podcast episode, but it is an, it's this weird sort of podcast world, but its own little ecosystem that's now been allowed to break out into being listed in like Apple Podcasts, um, but super easy to create sh- your own podcast through it. And like do call-in shows even or something. Yeah, and yeah, playing little interstitials and stuff. Yeah, we haven't messed around with it. Too. I don't know if you have. I I played with it a very little bit, but it seems neat. It's just one of those things where it's like, is it so neat that it's too too neat for its own good? I guess where it's going to disappear because I don't know funding or. Yeah, not not everyone not everyone likes to put content out there as frequently as you probably would need to to get visibility on anchor it's it is yeah. all about like the vlogging style daily updates that seem to get the most traffic on anchor at least that's my been my experience from it other than specifically following someone like you or my brother or good stuff or whatever um yeah it's all the stuff that gets played on there is it, again again is the non-cable access style stuff repurposed professional podcast yeah yeah absolutely professional npr style stuff that folks are putting out uh which is great good good for them uh and then to the to the left of that is unlocking my front door oh so i could just tap on your screen and your door is unlocked you could just go bloop and you could see whether or not my front door is locked zoop 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 so, question: Would it take longer to walk to your front door from than tap this app that we're waiting for? Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. I actually, I pro- I will probably cut out this entire part because there's my address at the top. <laughs> uh, say, you could do the blur thing, but yeah, you don't want people to know that. No, not at all. And it's there's still crazy. It's still up on me. still up on the screen. There we go. Mark. Um, so that's. <laughs> So that's my home screen. Uh, and then the, the top row are a bunch of app icons that are not quick action. So Flamingo is a Twitter client. Uh, Yelp. That has to be. I don't know if it's the ugliest icon. 
It's it's beautiful. I love the Flamingo app. It is so bright pink, and it's one it's one of my favorite applications. Um, you can you can long press on these and send a new tweet, send a message. It's pretty cool. Does it um when you do a new message, does it actually open the app up completely, or is it just a little modal that you? Can- yeah. So what's cool about the way that some of these extensions work is that uh, when you start one, let's do like add a task. It just pops up over the home screen and I can add a task. Let's say like uh talk to Kurt. Oh yeah. The swiping keyboard thing too. I can't, my brain doesn't. And then it's like, boom. Understand that. And that's it. It's, it's, yeah. it's a really sweet uh, process for a lot of those quick actions. Um, some of them don't work that way. Like a new event takes you into the app. Uh, a lot of the other, a lot of the other quick actions will take you actually right. into the app, but um, yeah. Uh, Yelp inbox, Google inbox, uh, untapped the company I work for. And then glow is a like a pregnancy period tracker that I use with, uh, with my wife. So those are, those are some of our, some of my um, home screen applications. And like I said, I, I will change this on the weekly for some reason. Uh, maybe that is the intent of, of an Android home screen or of any home screen that you just sort of customize it as necessary for the stuff that you need to do, but I don't, I'll change it weekly. I won't really change it based on context or anything like that. Um, which I guess I could do. Android has this really neat thing where you can change, um, user profiles. So if I swipe down from the top, um, I can tap my face and create a new user through here. Oh yeah. Um, and if I had like Kyle home, I could have that one up there and then I could have Kyle work next to it and just have a completely different phone experience or, or a, an experience for a kid. If I had a kid where I don't want right. to show them any of the other applications or I don't want them to be able to text message people through, right. through that. So it's sort of a, a neat way to to manage users and manage contexts, uh, but I have not invested in that at all. Yeah, it is crazy making as a parent with kids that iOS has zero user management capability. You can set up that they basically prescribe it as if or set it up that assuming everybody would have their own device. So a family can't really very easily share an iPad. I mean, you can. Sorry, it's not like the struggle to go get water and food <laughs> level, but it's not very easy to. Um, yeah, to share a device and have it configured because one kid will change where things are and then it's, yeah, or games even. Like, so presumably in, with that setup, would if you had uh, your Clash Royale game going on your account and someone else set up another account, they would they would have separate saves, separate accounts, do you think? Uh, they could, no, they could have absolutely, they could have completely different accounts. Um, you can set up your own Google account. You could set up any account through there. Um, it's a, Hey, yeah, just peek around the side. It's kind of... I'm just realizing for for the discussion, it's kind of creepy. A little bit creepy. like Yeah. But this is kind of what I feel like. Like Your home screen is sort of your identity, and it says a lot about what's important to you right now. Um, I like to be reminded of the vastness and the tininess uh, that I am in the world. And so my my background is just a, a photo of Earth, I think. I don't know what planet that is. Yeah. Yeah. Probably Earth. You can change your uh, your background and your widgets. 
you can change your background pretty quickly in Android too. Um, nice. That's those are the kind of things, those shortcuts and all that kind of stuff that are like like on iOS or in the Apple ecosystem, they'd be con- considered like power user type things. But really, it's like a lot of it. So much of it is common sense or stuff that I could see the average user just wanting to have there. Yeah. And iOS kind of just takes that obviously very Apple approach of prescribing everything for you and deciding what's best for you in lieu of you not being able to figure that out yourself, I guess. So, um, which is at times very frustrating and times is, at other times it is kind of nice just to have it. Um, well, and they kind on. of, they take the control out of the developer's hands too. I think sometimes where they say like, mm, you need to play in this little sandbox that we've given you. Um, yeah. We're not going to let you, we're not going to let you do anything else, but, but what we allow you to do. Any, uh, any other questions about your, I guess that's, you should be asking me. <laughs> about your, do you have any questions about your home screen, Kyle? You, uh, well, yeah. Uh, should I change anything, Chris? Is this something that, that just makes you want to completely vomit? Almost. It definitely did at first. I can appreciate what you're, where you're going with it. I think it's also hard to get context to the size of things when, when I'm looking at it on a screen, like on my computer screen here. Yeah. Let me uh, 27 let me, inch iMac. And so as compared to let me show you real quick. So yeah, a, a lot of the quick actions are in my like thumb range, which is why, which is why I'll keep them at the bottom. Um, yeah. And then the apps where I need to, like, I don't necessarily know what I'm looking to do inside of the application. Like, check my email. I don't know what's going to be in there. Um, look for something on Yelp, browse Twitter. Those are ones that are kind of out of the way and maybe trying to encourage me not to tap on them as much. Um, yeah. So right. that's me. I'll, right. I'll, sh- I'll show you my screen again. Whoop. I kind of like that. I don't have to, it's just sort of a disembodied voice with my, yeah. with my phone here. Um, <laughs> just the occasional, peek around the corner so what's going on what's going on on yours all right so i'll show you my home screen um the uh for i just realized for some reason that when it's screen shared the iphone defaults to or locks the time code at 9 41 a.m because i was kept getting confused as to why it was still 9 41 a.m because it's not it's almost two o'clock here it's, as we it's evergreen content timeless content yeah that's where I'm, I'm surprised they don't actually cover up the battery completely and say it's always full because that's what i often see it when people complain about screenshots on ios they're like your battery's at 23 percent. how can you send a screenshot with it at 23 percent? that's so yep i don't know whatever yep. apple okay so on the ios if i'm a there's i'm assuming lots of folks are familiar with it, but on the bottom row you have a dock that stays there even as you switch back and forth so the four icons at the bottom there are there no matter where you are in your phone unless you're in an, in an app itself and so those are ones generally that i keep that are most frequently needed or accessed but i i really appreciate your perspective on it because the more i use the phone and the faster the phone gets at searching um is it doesn't really matter so much anymore where things are so you just swipe down search for an app and bob's your uncle and you're going so um but yeah so along the bottom i have spark which is an email app it's a client that works hook it into a gmail and icloud and whatever email apps you are mm-hmm. we're not going to i'm following cause lead and deliberately not opening many apps because who knows what content will be there. <laughs> yeah. Some email from somebody suing me or, which I get often obviously, um, or a text from somebody uh, yelling at me about something. But um, anyways, so Spark is an email client. It's a much nicer, if you're using the default mail app on iOS or Mac, it's a, I would recommend checking it out. Um, the phone app, phone icon uh, app is uh, 
kept there, I, although I don't know why, because I rarely ever use the phone. It's kind of like a emergency button, I guess, where if I all of a sudden, I know if I was panicking, like needed to make a call 911 or whatever, um, I wouldn't know where to find the phone app. And so I just keep it there. But yeah, it, I'm sure on the stats on my phone, if I could see them, because Apple wouldn't ever show that to me, <laughs> would show that I have pressed it twice in the years that I've owned this thing. Mm-hmm. Messages is texting, SMS, iMessage, et cetera. And then the camera app, of course, for taking photos. Now, you don't have, where is your, do you not take photos? Is it just a shortcut key that you use for Yeah, camera? so if I press the press the home button twice, um, it pulls up the camera. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you can set that as a shortcut. Yeah. So I don't, I, I having that sort of in the back of my mind, I don't need to unlock my phone, find the icon, go take a, take a photo. Um, the only one that, that does need that is sort of the OCR, like Google drive direct upload thing. And that's why I keep that one on the home screen. Oh yeah. Yeah. I do. I, nine times out of 10, I'm swiping on the home screen to get the camera app as well and, and not even unlocking my phone or whatever. And, um, which is handy for kids too, to be able to take pictures without having access to everything on your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so along the bottom, I don't know why I have an open spot at the bottom there. For some reason, it's just hasn't, an app hasn't been promoted to the home screen <laughs> to fill that. Yes. Um, but uh, I like to think of it as the spot, I guess you can't see this, but the spot where I rest my thumb, just so it's like a ah. you know, relax. We're not doing anything right now. Thumb spot. Uh, from the bottom right. So the Bear is a writing app. It's a note-taking app. It's um, I'm sort of between two worlds of either using Apple's built-in notes app, uh, which is, I guess that's going to make them all shake. I won't do that. <laughs> yeah. That, that for one some reason is the, 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 white the second yellow. row. Yeah. yeah. The white and yellow, the default app, uh, which works great. Synced between Mac and an iPhone. Uh, but bear is a really nice looking app. It looks much nicer. It has a bit more power user kind of stuff. And so I've been toying around with that, but it's on a subscription service. So you're paying 12 to 15 bucks a year for it. And I haven't committed to that. Messenger is Facebook messenger. Cause I have a few friends who family or whatever, who use it occasionally. And, and I would often never see the message cause I'd rarely go on Facebook enough to see a message that it would be urgent at all. And uh, seesaw the bottom left is a app that our son's, school setups to allow it's kind of like a locked walled garden uh network um for teachers to share stuff of what's going on with their your kids at school and so only parents of that that are you're sort of allowed in or whatever to see what's going on and the teacher can freely share it's kind of it was really nice actually to, to sort of see that not that they share every little detail but um just get a little peek into the daily life of kids at school so that's kind of something that you would check daily or weekly or whatever so a little a little yeah. reminder for yourself like oh, i should probably see if there are any new announcements well, that's or- one of the ones going back to the notification episode and and that kind of thing is um that's one where i would allow because it was infrequent enough that getting notified when there was a picture of because she can tag the kids who are in the photo and then the parents who are of, oh, of those wow. kids obviously get notified yeah um and so then it's kind of just nice to see that oh yeah that's they were at the park today or whatever they did um and, uh, but it wasn't so many notifications that, yeah, you're getting kind of annoyed with every single little ding. Mm-hmm. Um, next one, next row up is where I have the camera collection, anything related to video or still photos I throw in a folder. So I noticed you don't do any of the foldering idea. I don't, but, I could, uh, if I, if you just yeah. like drag one and throw it over into the other, uh, and right. you can tap and then see what's in the folder. I I don't like doing foldering because I don't like to have an extra tap for any of those items. And and with the the luxury of not having to have all of the icons that 
exist on on my device on my home screen. Um, I I don't. I just don't. I don't like to. Yeah. So that's right. I just uh, yeah. Again, like it's not stuff that I need directly, but I it's stuff I would forget to use sometimes or forget where I threw it. And so I try to just sort of throw everything photo related, even like Instagram as a social network, which probably could take up that bottom one, bottom left corner or bottom right corner for uh, social photo app kind of thing. But I just choose not to put it right in my face. Yeah. um, Tweetbot is the Twitter app of choice that I use on the Mac and the iPhone nicely. If you're using, I've been trying lately for whatever reason on the Mac, just using twitter.com just for a bit and disabling my account in Tweetbot, just because I found if it's there, then I keep going to it and checking it, even though I don't really need to be checking it. And I don't know how people use twitter.com. Just it's like a overload of information. There's just so much going on there. That's even more distracting. So, um, that's why I like Tweetbot. Um, notes, like I said, is where I usually keep most things that I think we discussed it a bit in the, in a previous episode, but, um, it's a great for collaborative work with family, let's say, or, or right. keeping notes on a trip or whatever idea, that kind of stuff, as long as they're a Mac user, of course. And uh, and then Byword is another text editing app that I actually don't use anymore. I could get rid of. But the reason why it stays there right now, this goes back to uh, what you were saying about sort of muscle memory, is if I delete it, then all the apps shuffle and lose their spot. So I love where mm-hmm. Tweetbot is right now. It's muscle memory to go right there if I want to hit Twitter. And same thing with one password, for example, I guess that one might not move, but, um, everything would shuffle around and I'd have to like reorganize. It's just not worth that air quotes hassle of, uh, figuring out what would go there instead. I'm probably due for a, a home screen cleaning and just, I should have done it before I did this, but like most things. I like, I, I like that you didn't though. Cause I think it's, yeah. it gets to the point of like, so far you have one, two, three note taking applications <laughs> on your home screen. And that just, it baffles me uh, because I struggle I struggle with the same thing but I, it's not on my home screen it doesn't stare me in the face every day and say like hey Kyle uh, get your act together because you don't you don't need all these apps <laughs> and then uh, one password oops one password is uh, where I keep passwords that's a security app I don't actually that's another one where probably I don't need it on the home screen anymore because it's not these days every app that doesn't have it integrated already has a way to like use the shortcut share sheet stuff to get at it um and then now we're getting into apps that i have on my home screen because i aspire to use them more but don't actually use them that often right so it's kind of like you were saying with your activity dude um so trello is a app i i like to use for tracking either lists of things to do projects that I have working on with clients, that kind of thing. Um, some of the podcast editing clients I work with use it for tracking episodes and things like that, but I rarely actually need it on my phone, but I aspire to remember to use it. If I was going to keep track, add something to a list, then I want it there. And if it's not there, if I don't see it, then I don't ever use it. And so I keep it on my home screen in spite of that, the fact that I don't ever actually really use it that often, which is crazy making in a way slack. Of course, like you said, um, Rarely, I don't use it that often on my phone, but again, if I'm away from the computer for a while, I just want to check in, make sure nothing's blown up at good stuff or, or with um, some of my clients use it again for tracking podcast editing stuff. Todoist um, is the um, app that I use. We both actually use for tracking items that we need to get done and bills and paying that kind of stuff. Instapaper, the next row up is an app for that I use for reading and that one should be safe to load. <laughs> I think the... Uh, just articles and stuff that you save around the web and, mm-hmm. and then can access it on offline later. Um, and so that's 
uh, one I usually actually use primarily at like bedtime. If I'm done a book and don't have a book to read, I'll look on my phone and read a few Instapaper articles until I bore myself to sleep. Pocket Casts. Cast is the podcast app player of choice that I use for listening to podcasts. Workflow is another app that I aspire to use, but never actually get into using. I, it's a sort of like if this, then that for stuff on your phone where you can just have a shortcut. It's, ah, it's kind of like doing what, what you are effectively doing with, you know, some of your shortcuts on your home screen. Right. Um, and Apple has recently bought this app. So there's a chance that this kind of stuff would make its way into the baked in iOS or whatever, but you can set up these and save them as icons that would basically are shortcuts to doing different things. So a Todoist link is there. Remind me at home to do something or my ETA until I get home, that kind of thing. Make a GIF, animate a GIF of your home or your playlist that you're listening to. Um, so it's a, it's a power user kind of thing. And and the nerds who love that kind of stuff, eat it up. And it is a really great app, but again, I just never take the time to actually dive deep enough into it to set anything up. Yeah. Um, but I aspire to, so that's, that's half the battle, right? It's a thought. that. Yeah. You know what? There's a lot of stuff in there too. That is, uh, not something that you would typically use every day, like YouTube to MP3. I do that a lot for prepping for morning show. Um, just, just to grab that way. We don't have to load up Chrome. We don't have to load up YouTube just to listen to something or watch something, um, or play a game with it or edit a Gordon Ramsay segment. Um, and, and that's kind of something that, instead of trying to go to a website or trying to do it on my computer, I would probably, I'd pull up workflow and I would go to the YouTube app and press that button instead. Um, it's, it's some useful stuff that I don't know, maybe you need a reminder every now and then that you have something on your phone that does that rather yeah. than, rather than like, uh, okay, I'll let me open my laptop. Let me go over to this thing. Let me try and fumble around on here and, and do it. It is one of those things where it's, it's, uh, whether it's muscle memory or whatever, it's a thing that you, you kind of like need to remember is there and, uh, get in the habit of looking to like, if you're problem solving some, some sort of workflowy workflow type thing that you want to do on your phone and you're thinking, how come I can't, you know, take a link from Safari, automatically create a screenshot of that and then share that to Twitter without having to go through 30 steps. Maybe there's a better way to do this. Right. That's where workflow would come in. So um, next one is just a collection of games. There's, you see, you see our Clash Royale mm-hmm. and, uh, sort of other games that, uh, have played. Have you ever played Pixel Cup? Mm, no. Uh-uh. It's a fun little soccer, soccer game. Strategy is, uh, like risk style. Oops. I guess I'll show you my strategy risk style game. That's kind of fun. It's an old one, old iOS game anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, the main reason I do this is to have Clash Royale as a one layer deeper. Now let's do me, do me a favor. Go back to games. Yeah. Uh, so there's a little dot next to Alto's adventure because I believe you downloaded it and haven't opened the app yet. No, it's because there's a update to it. So once I, okay, it just came out today or yesterday or something. Ooh, that's going to look funky. Oh yeah. Here, here I'll help. Let me help you out. Uh, uh, swarm. (laughs) Oh no, that's worse. That's a lot worse. All right, I'll quit it. So now the dog. Oh, oh, it worked! Holy moly! Hold on. Oh, okay. Go. Here we go. It did work. Uh, Welcome back. No, nope. Still looks like garbage. Yeah. Anyway, uh, beautiful looking game. Let's go vertical. uh, Oh yeah, as you as you un as as I as I start doing it, it it starts working. 
silly, ridiculous. Uh, second row from the top settings, just your iOS settings. Sometimes need to change the main one that actually apparently with iOS, um, what you may call it, eleven that's coming out is connection uh, getting quick access to the where is it battery. So some, I want to put it in low power mode. Yeah. Oh, that might wreck something right now. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't. Womp, womp, um, womp. But low power mode is, especially my iPhone 6, the battery is kind of dying. And so that's a frequent one I have to go into. And so it's just handy to be able to throw that in there. Yeah. Um, Starbucks app for buying coffees. That's pretty self-explanatory. Mateo is a weather app that I is a made by a local developer, actually, but Canadian-focused weather app. So you can see... Today is uh, 19 Celsius, severe thunderstorm watch in effect. Nothing happening right now. But this is a little, a little peek behind the curtain on the on the recording of a Dailyish episode. Right, exactly. Okay, all right. In case you were curious how I looked up the weather for for the area. I, I, I will expect, actually, I'll expect to hear what the visibility is next time on Dailyish. Yeah, it does go pretty nerdy if you want to in the weather, which is kind of fun yeah. just every so often. Humidity, 79%. Yesterday was I, a weather app that has yesterday's weather is to me a, a great feature because that always gives you context for what today will actually feel like, right? Yeah. If you knew yesterday was 29 Celsius, whatever that is in the Fs, and today is 19, well, you know, that's, that's quite a bit colder. Yeah. And then your calendar app, my Apple Music app or iTunes app. I don't actually subscribe to Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another one, I got the Bible on there because aspire to be more spiritual but uh the recently opened log would indicate um clash royale gets opened a lot more than the bible does <laughs> and then safari for browsing and google maps is i prefer that to uh apple maps generally especially i don't know if it's the case everywhere but um it tends to be more up to date and current in uh terms of uh our roads and stuff here than apple maps is just because we're so far away from cupertino that um Tim Cook doesn't drive around here very much with the old GPS machine. Right. So, right. Tends to be a little more current. So that's, that's like a high level, quick overview of my yeah. uh, screen. And I don't, the locks, the, the wallpaper actually hasn't been changed in a long time. I need to find something fresh. I just, again, it's like, I don't care enough. I like it to be familiar and not draw my attention too much. Right. So if I change it, it's like becomes distracting. And so I just keep it simple there's a yeah there's definitely a familiarity thing for the home screen feeling like home i guess is <laughs> for a lack of a better term uh making it feel like oh yeah that i can move these icons around anywhere but so long as this background doesn't change i'll feel like this is this is mine this is my phone um you get like that nice visual feedback of oh uh, i know i'm familiar with this layout this is this is exactly my phone i didn't grab my wife's phone or i didn't you know yeah whatever yeah. so the there's there's something interesting about uh how you use your home screen uh that is completely different from the way that i use my home screen so mine i i think is more about doing stuff more like actions and yours seems to be about um, convenience and like when you need the thing, the thing is there. So things like weather or or calendar or Starbucks, where I would probably use a push notification from a, a contextual event like, hey, uh, you are at a Starbucks. Here's your Starbucks card. 
It, it'll right. I, I know Apple does that on your home screen yeah, on the does, bottom yeah. left hand corner. You can just swipe it up and there's your Starbucks card. But instead yeah. you have like you want to make sure that you have that at the ready on your home screen so that you aren't caught off guard or you're not pulling down from the top and typing in S-T-A-R in your finder to try and pull up the app while the person's like, are you going to pay me or are you just going to sit here and doodle on your phone? And a symptom or the the root cause of that for me might be, I don't know how old your Nexus is, but like my iPhone, I have an iPhone six. So that's two versions, almost three versions of the hardware back in terms of what's current for Apple. And so I would guess if I had an iPhone mm-hmm. seven, which is current as we record and seven S or whatever is coming out in the fall here. Um, I would guess if I had a more current piece of hardware, I wouldn't sort of have that. Like it's, it's not real stress, but like when you're standing in line at Starbucks and you want to pay with your Starbucks app, and you're pulling it up and you're the idiot with the line backed up to the door who's fiddling with the Starbucks app trying to find where that pay screen is. Mm-hmm. And so that's the kind of stuff where I am I trust my phone less and less the more the older it gets and the more behind it gets in terms of uh, iOS updates or whatever. It still takes the latest version. But just that idea of I want to want it to be there and ready. And, and even the search thing I had, I had to turn off like Siri suggestions or whatever they call it. Um, where if you, when I swipe down to search, I'm getting all pixely. I don't know if that's just my end. Uh, I, I think it's just, it's your end. I am having some audio issues. I don't know if it's because of the internet or, or what, um, but thunderstorms you're, yeah, you're fine. You're good. I got, I still have video going, but yeah, when I swipe down, Normally on, on the default iOS settings, it's um, in addition to the banging on the door, I don't know if that's getting picked up, but <laughs> the, uh, the, the iOS would suggest apps for where you are nearby, but yeah. because of um, my phone being a little bit slower, it, that would take so long to try and search for something. Right. Then uh, it, I just disable <laughs> that. So it I, sounds, it sounds like you're being requested. I am the uh, the drums have started out a few yeah. drums yeah yeah I've got a couple of djembe drums that they've um, stolen oh, that's which good. I knew was going to be trouble so yeah oh man okay well so we should um, probably wrap up the home screen yeah discussion. Good, good idea uh, I think this we'll we'll take suggestions we'll take questions uh, feel free to post them either on Twitter or this the subreddit for this particular uh, link to this slack, episode. Yeah. Uh, this will be episode eight of, of this show coming out in a couple weeks from now. So and, uh, if things have changed, I would be curious to know after your trip uh, and a little yeah. bit of time away from the world, whether or not this, if you come back with a home screen that has no icons on it, uh, maybe we'll, we'll have to have another yeah. one of these. <laughs> I was going to say listeners too, can, if they, if they want to for follow up for next episode, send us your screenshots of your home screen and yeah, we'll that would do be great. some constructive mm-hmm. criticism. And uh, we won't try not to have the djembe accompaniment, but... Uh, I think we could. Maybe we need the, a theme song. We need a new theme song for this show. Sort of Survivor-esque. You can get voted... Your screen, <laughs> your home screen voted off the island. Okay, it's getting really distracting over here. So I'm going to sign off. I'm I, Chris, on Twitter. <laughs> um, I'm Dog Burps. And I'll be drumming. Bye. <laughs>